I have an exciting update. Morbid Universe is more than halfway done. The next episode is almost out. But I won't be telling you when it's out. Just know that it's in the works. I finally faced my fears talking about one of the worst things that ever happened to me as a kid. And quite frankly, now that I talk, when I talked about it on the Morbid Universe podcast, it did not sound or feel as bad, you know? Like, I feel like, I feel like the thought of talking about it was worse than actually talking about it because I discovered there's another, there's another phenomenon. Apparently it's normal when you talk about parasites to feel like you have one in you, right? Like the skin itchiness and everything. There's a term for it. I can't think of it. You'll have to listen to the Morbid Universe podcast episode when it comes out and I'll announce it. Anyway, welcome back to the Meatweed podcast where today we're talking about quite frankly a lot of things because one, my hometown is overrun, um... I'm going to call it my hometown, but it's really not. The Ag Expo. I'm not sure if you guys know what that is, right? Basically, it's a really big expo for agricultural stuff. Uh, there's a... Not a venue. Where is it? Wherever they do it, right? Um, Tulare, California. They do it near here, okay? Near near where I live. It's a big event. Like, it's a really big event. Seriously. I used to not... I used to, like, try to not tell people where I live. But honestly, this town is getting big enough that it doesn't really matter. So, yeah. The event is definitely it's definitely something once a year we have a shit ton of traffic and i hate it anyway me and my girlfriend were browsing my instagram the other day right and we noticed that there was an interesting event that was going to happen in a few months away from our um not too far from where we live I thought it was interesting, so I'm going to bring it up before I talk about anything. Because the funny thing is, y- you guys need to understand this. Me and my girlfriend both love the movie Shrek. And I know you guys do too, right? I know a lot of you people love the movie Shrek. It's a great franchise, right? It was so unique when it first came out. Such a rich history behind it. And overall, it's just funny, you know? It was great for the laughs back then. Even nowadays, I, I watch it and I still laugh. Anyway, it's funny to me because I did not know that there was a Shrek-themed rave once a year. That's it. <laughs> That's all. That's all right? My raves are not my thing, but Shrek is. We were watching clips from the recent Shrek rave, and we were laughing our asses off. Like, we saw it and thought, we kind of want to go. I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure if we'll go, but I'm interested. Count me interested. Moving on to this episode's topic, what exactly am I going to talk about? Well, really think about that sentence. What, What could I possibly be talking about this week that is a big event in this week's calendar, and if you forgot it this month, you're screwed if you have a relationship or are married. Valentine's Day, of course. Listen, did you guys know how much, do you guys know how many roses are spent on Valentine's Day every year? Like the average amount? Specifically red roses, okay? Like, we all know, red is a color of love, okay? I want you to guess. Three, two, one. 180 million. That's a lot of roses, okay? And this is, of course, you know, on av- the average, the yearly average, which... That's that's a lot of goddamn roses, actually. It's a lot, you know? Like, I, we used to have a rose bush in the front of our house. I could tell you right now, that's that's a lot of acres of flowers. Like, the amount of bushes that we had, we can get, like, 15 or 20 flowers, max. And people are giving a dozen to each, you know, to each loved one. In some cases, if you really want to, you know, up the ante, you give them way more than just a dozen, but a dozen's enough, you know? You want to be really romantic, you go out and pick wildflowers. That's something I find more sustainable. I'm all about sustainability right now. I don't know if you guys knew this. I've been looking into it. I feel like it's a lost cause, but hey, you know, g- give it a shot. 
Flowers aside, if we go back and we actually study the history of Valentine's Day, the truth is there isn't much recorded about it, but there is quite a few stories. For example, St. Valentine, who actually died on February 14th because he would... The story goes that there was a king who did not... He did not want people to get married. He essentially outlawed getting married because a lot of people who were young and in love, they'd get married. He wanted the... He wanted the young men to go to fight in wars, right? A, a big, substantial war with a lot of young men who had just been married, you know? So naturally, they were homesick when they did go out to fight. They didn't want to go out to fight. They wanted to stay home with their loved ones. They wanted to, to watch over their, their newborn babies. They wanted to hold the one that they loved the most. And this king, of course, trying to strengthen his army rather than make them sad and homesick, made it entirely illegal to get married in general. However, St. Valentine, which is, again, it's still disputed, kind of disputed whether it was a real thing or not. Most likely it was a story, but it's a nice one. St. Valentine saw this as unruly, unjust. Seeing this, thinking this is the worst thing ever, right? Like, you can't forbid people from getting married. You can't forbid young love. That's not how any of this works. This is a horrible thing. So in secret, he would actually marry, um, he would actually marry these young couples. And, of course, the king didn't like this. It took some time. He was marrying uh, quite a lot of people, a lot of young lovers. And eventually the king found what he was doing. Not only did the king not like this, he was sentencing him to death. He was to die on February 14th, which we now know as, uh, you know, Valentine's Day. And what's cute about it, right, is this story, before he was being executed, every day, young couples who he had married, who he had made, you know, allowed them to get married, would slip flowers in between his, um, his bars of the cell showing gratitude filling up his jail cell with flowers that smelled nice you know because those old dungeons they smelled horrible right there's feces decay it's awful but you get a nice smelling flower and it's like a perfume to cover up the shitty smell basically they were giving him an ancient febreze that also happened to look pretty right it's nice more of a potpourri than it is a, a nice flower it's a gesture of goodwill and love you know a way to say thank you for what you've done because if you are love can flourish that's that's a cute thing right and anyway, interestingly enough, I, I'm, I'm remembering reading this story, right, of St. Valentine. He actually fell in love with, I don't remember if it was the jail cell, the jail owner's daughter, or if it was the person who was going to execute him's daughter. Either way, what ended up happening was, the story goes, he wrote her a letter. You know, it's a cute little love letter. And he finished it by saying, from your valentine. And that's where the tradition started, from your Valentine's. Like, will you be my Valentine? That's where it started. That's the very first one. February 14th, don't know what year it was, but there it was. That's one of the stories, anyway. I don't know if that's how legit the story is. There's a lot of disputed stuff. There's a lot of people saying, oh, it was actually this, it was actually that. This is one of the stories that's widely, you know, accepted. Of course, this story takes place around the time where the Christians were mostly taken over, you know, most of the world. Of course, the, the thing is, right, they took over a lot of land from the pagans and people of, uh, back then. Lupercalia was the original name of Valentine's Day because the middle of February was believed to already be a pagan holiday. They just kind of changed the names around, changed the association with it, you know? That's why they added, you know, St. Valentine as opposed to all the other gods that they had back then. And of course, back then, too, the, these gods would be either Faunus or Lupa. Lupa was it? I don't know. Let me look this up. Yeah, I was right. It was Lupa. Um, it's a she-wolf, basically. That that's what their god was. You know, back then they the bar wasn't so high for ancient gods back then. You know, basically statues that people said 
oh, back then this is what we'd worship. And you'd give a sacrifice to a piece of metal, basically. Yeah, I mean, th this is the origin of Valentine's Day. Sadly, the truth is, it's not easy to determine, you know, the ancient writings of back then because a lot of people want to rewrite history and unfortunately a lot of them get away with it, you know? History is written by the victor. The victor of what? I don't know, but if you want to rewrite history, you just got to be really powerful. Sorry if I sound like I'm pausing randomly. I actually am. I'm, I'm hiccuping a lot. Also, my back hurts, but that's fine. Anyway, yeah, this this is, you know, a bit of history behind the Valentine's Day stuff, right? And when I do think of Valentine's Day, yeah, romance is one of the big things, right? A lot of things that I do enjoy about Valentine's Day is just, it's a way of easily finding gifts, like anywhere, to give your loved one. And that's that's not that's not something that's a lot of people's, what is it? A lot of people don't like the consumerist aspect of Valentine's Day, right? Of all, of all traditions, basically. Not even traditions. The thing is, Valentine's Day is traditional, but yeah, it's been really heavily commercialized, you know? If you want to be romantic, make something by hand for your loved one. That Honestly, for me, I feel like no matter how old you are, that speaks volumes, you know? That speaks way higher volumes than than buying them a gift, you know? I mean, buy him a gift nonetheless, but also make something by hand. I, I find it sweet. I um I actually made my girlfriend some chocolate, too. Like, I got two different colored chocolates, melted them down, um, gave them really interesting swirly designs, covered them in M&Ms, put in the freezer. Not the freezer, in the... What's it, what's it? The fridge. How did I forget what a fridge was? Anyway, I put them in the fridge, let them get really hard. It was kind of thick, like a quarter inch thick. Not even a quarter inch, a, a bit less than that. Um... But it was, after it was cooled down, I broke it into big chunks, and it was essentially chocolate bark with M&Ms. She loved it. She loved it. I, I'm, I'm glad that she did, too. I was all excited making it. The whole time, I was giggling like a schoolgirl, just like, oh, my God, I hope she loves it. Ugh. This holiday's nice when you have someone to celebrate it with, you know? Okay, but back to the modern, back to the modern era, okay? We mentioned earlier how many roses are bought and it was a lot, right? How many roses? You can get a dozen roses. They're not cheap, but they're not, you know, they're worth it. They're worth it a gift to someone you love. Okay, that's one of the common gifts. What's the other one? Heart-shaped boxes. Guess how many every year are sold, on average? 36 million. That's right. That's a lot of fucking boxes. In my research for Valentine's Day-related facts, I also came upon this. If you hear dogs barking in the background, I don't know what the hell's going on. Give me a sec. All it took was me to yell shut up and they calm down. You can still hear them barking. They bark when I talk. I hate when they fucking do that. Anyway, I was looking at this phrase that I remember hearing years ago, right? In a song. It's a good song. Uh, I mean, it was good back then when I was an edgy teenager. Now I hear it and it's just like, eh, it doesn't hit the same. But essentially, it means to show your feelings, to not hide them. Wear your heart on your sleeve. Where does that originally, you know, you know where does that originate from? For some reason, it was not a straightforward answer. I got two different ones, right? Okay, so I'm seeing here, the phrase was first recorded in Shakespeare's tragic play, Othello, where the villain confesses his crimes to the audience. An example, I can always tell how you feel since you wear your heart on your sleeve. That's from WikiHow, by the way. And another one says, it's likely that the phrase, wear your heart on your sleeve, comes from medieval jousts, where a sleeve refers to a piece of armor, which covered and protected the arm. Knights would often wear a lady's token around their sleeve of armor. So do with that what you will, right? There seems to be multiple meanings to heart on your sleeve. As well as this. There was more than one St. Valentine. I don't know how many there were, but there was more than one. The story that I told you before, that's the most well-known one. But there's others, right? There's a lot more. 
This is the problem with looking back in history is that unless you have hard recorded evidence, it's not easy, right? It's not easy to tell a story because a lot of people say the same thing about a similar event. And a lot of them can either be confused for each other or is a completely different event entirely, but they're very similar. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, because it's very difficult to understand. A lot of people will say one story and then other people will say it in another way with their own terms and their own visuals, right? The problem is some people will see these both and think they're completely different stories. And they might be right, they might be wrong. The problem is we don't have evidence of either one. Basically, St. Valentine is a very blanket term. There's multiple St. Valentines. How many are there? A lot. I haven't found an exact number. Quite frankly, I didn't look into it because as soon as I found out that the story that I said wasn't the only one, I was blown away because I thought I knew a lot about Valentine's Day, but I don't know shit. All I know is I know nothing. That's the beauty of it though, right? The beauty of knowledge is it's ever expanding and quite frankly, I think we could all use a, a lesson or two in life. Why, 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 why is it that, okay, let me, let me put it this way. I don't know about you guys, but for me, I think Valentine's Day is one of the only holidays that's consistently won me over. You know what I mean? Like, it's consistently been okay. Like, Christmas this year, Christmas this previous year, it wasn't all it was chalked up to be. You know, I guess Christmas is better when you're a child and you're a little kid waking up thinking Santa Claus left all this. Um, we were raised Mexican. We were, we didn't believe in Santa. What we did get was actually... You know, just just the truth bombs like Santa ain't real, but we st- it's there was still magic, you know, to waking up there. Thanksgiving felt uh, felt nice actually seeing my family again. I wasn't too energized. Um, I was off keto like the day prior, so I still felt really sick. But Valentine's Day for me has consistently felt really nice. The, I had a few years where I didn't have anybody as a Valentine, and and even then I was just happy for people who did. You know, love is a beautiful thing. It's a very universal thing. But I am blessed that this year I have somebody special to spend it with. I have my Valentine. Last year I had her as well. And honestly, it's just, it's nice, you know? I I love that. I love that. I'm all excited too. Just smiling, thinking about it. Ah, it's a good day. It's a good, it's a good week. You know what I mean? The middle of February. It's a nice week. And also the week prior, my brother's birthday. So happy birthday, Danny. Happy birthday. <laughs> Getting off topic. Um... You guys ever seen that video of a guy who tries to do a 360 on a skateboard? <laughs> he fucking shits himself. <laughs> like, like, he doesn't make the tricks. He falls on the ground. He hits the ground and just shits himself hard. Dude, I... <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I, I... I... What's this got to do with St. Valentine? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Look, like sometimes I'm recording the podcast, right? And I'll pause it and I'll like take a break or something. I can't talk. I'm just thinking about that video. Some guy's doing a little ki- a kickflip. There we go. He does a kickflip, misses, and he fucking shits himself. It's so fast. <laughs> Oh my god. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you're missing out because I'm always sharing these memes, okay? Seriously, on my story, it's just a constant barrage of memes. After 24 hours, they are gone. So that's all you got, okay? If you're not following me on Instagram, you're missing out. Okay, okay, okay. I have more Valentine's things to share though, right? When I was um, when I was working as a cashier, 
uh, before I just before I became a pharmaceutical technician, I was kind of doing both, right? I was called something called designated hitter. Anyway, there was a lot of people that would come into Walgreens and they had they would buy all these boxes of chocolates, all these little Valentine's gifts, and sometimes it would just be like a class thing where it was mandatory to give um to give uh, Valentine's gifts to everyone, right? No one liked doing that, but they had to do it anyway. <laughs> uh, there's a hiccup. I couldn't pause in time. Anyway, a lot of people would do that, right? And I've never once had a Valentine's Day gift returned. Having said that, I've seen plenty in the trash. And unfortunately, that's kind of embarrassing, right? Because no one wants to say, hey, you want to be my Valentine? And then it backfires, you know? But the thing is, that's part of it, okay? That, sadly, that's part of it. Because the even even the story of the first Valentine, the guy who asked, will you be my Valentine? was executed okay he never got his valentine why she never had the time to respond he was fucking dead i don't remember if it was hanging or burning it was a really bad thing i think it was burned burned at the stake for for siding with love that's kind of sad right that's really sad having said that it's it sucks right a lot of people are going to be rejected this valentine's day and let me tell you something right now okay i want everyone to listen who thinks they're going to be rejected or may 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 have some anxiety about it, right? It's part of life. And quite frankly, being rejected is better than never asking, okay? I would rather be rejected, right, than never have asked at all. If I never took that plunge, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I'm in a loving relationship, but you can even ask my girlfriend. I was fucking nervous because I thought I wasn't good enough for her. I was shocked. I was shy when she agreed to go on a date with me. And here we are today. The thing is, it will it will make you nervous, right? To talk to someone. Hell, I fucking froze up my first time talking to her. I randomly asked, hey, how old are you? That's how I started a conversation with the voice crack. Okay, with the voice crack. That's part of it, okay? But I'm hyping you up right now. I'm li- Listen to me. Listener of the Meatweed Podcast. Listen to me right now. If you're thinking about asking someone out, do it, okay? At the very least, at the very least, you can have some pride. If they reject you, you can have some pride knowing I had the balls to do it. I stuck my neck up. I had my heart on my sleeve. Yes, I wasn't, you know, as successful, but I tried. Or you could be successful, you know, and maybe, maybe all they wanted to hear it was, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll totally do it, you know, and that's the best feeling on earth, right? But both of them are okay. Both outcomes are good. But I understand, okay? Because I too was very fearful. Very, very fearful. But it's the season of love, okay? So you might as well go for it. You know what I mean? And yeah, fuck fuck it, man. You know what? It's one of those things, right? You got to sit there, hype yourself up, and then eventually you, you you live by the meat wheat code, which is basically you say, fuck it and go do it. Wow, that's a loud knock. Excuse me. I have an email in my um I have an email in my link tree where you can message me directly and honestly if not that just message me on Instagram tell me tell me um what's the weirdest thing you've ever gotten for Valentine's Day cuz I just thought of that right it's really hard to mess up a Valentine's Day gift like I think it's pretty it's pretty easy to get one right like it's a cute little gift you get a box of chocolates or a dozen roses or even just one rose one, I remember one year uh, at Walgreens, we were selling these individual roses made of wood, and they last forever. Like, I still have mine. I, I haven't worked there in years, right? I have an entire trucking, like, 
like career now. Like that's been going on for what five year, five plus years, and that's how long it's been since I worked at Walgreens. Damn, it's been a long time. Fuck. But yeah, decent amount of time since then, right? And even then, a bunch of other stuff happened. But yeah, anyway, it's hard to mess up a Valentine's Day gift. Like it's really hard. Like you have to actively fuck up. You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like there are some weird gifts though, right? Like I've heard one where it's like we were gonna go on a date. And instead of a, a traditional date, we went to go watch lobsters fighting in a fish tank. <laughs> I actually like that one. That's kind of cool. If someone took me on like, if someone took me somewhere and there was just lobsters fighting in a fish tank, I would be weirdly invested, right? Don't get me wrong. I hate animal cruelty, but like, they're already in there, right? Like, let's say they're already fighting. They weren't like, they they weren't told to do that. They weren't told to do that. The fuck, coaxed into doing it, I guess. I don't know. I feel like I'd watch. But there's another, there's been a whole bunch, right? One of them I heard was so messed up that it actually caused the end of a relationship. It was a scuba diver who was scuba diving with his girlfriend, right? He has a fucked up sense of humor. What he did is he pretended like he ran out of oxygen and just started collapsing to the bottom of the ocean. Like letting himself drop deeper and deeper. And she swam after him in a panic, grabbed him and was... Like, you know, scared, thinking, oh, shit, he's dead, he's dead. And he's, she's just swimming with him on the way up. And while they get to the top, he's like, aha, I'm here. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I was actually just kidding. That's fucked up, man. Like, there's some jokes that I wouldn't make with a loved one, you know? Maybe with a friend to fuck with him. But when it comes to stuff that's pretty morbid like that, I wouldn't, you know? For me, that's on the same level of, like, let's say I'm, I'm driving and I pretend to fall asleep and start swerving off the road. That's the same level. Right? That joke is too far. And I'm learning what too far is. I used to take it too far all the time. I don't know when a joke is... I mean, I used to be really bad at timing jokes. Seriously. I'm, I'm still pretty shit. I'm not going to lie. But at least I know when to cross the, the threshold of like, okay, this is unethical at least. You know? If it'll scare someone, it's probably too far. Different levels of scared is like, I don't know, irrelevant to me. Like, if I scare someone a little bit... And then like, oh, you got me. You scared me. For me, that's I still feel bad. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just not into scaring people as much as other people are. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't watch a horror movie. Don't get me wrong, but like, shit. You know what? I, it's been years since I watched a horror movie in theaters. Last one I saw was Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And fuck me, that was a good movie. There's actually a reason that I transitioned into like scary stuff like that as well because there is actually this cute ride, this cute attraction that I heard of years ago, right? It's uh, the old mill. If you guys don't know what that is, essentially it's an old ride. Like it, it was a logging mill, right? They would put logs down down this um, down this body of water down the stream, and someone decided to turn it into an amusement park, a cute little amusement park where you go into a, a mill and it's all dark, but you're in there all by yourself with a loved one, and it was just you two in the dark for a long period of time, and then you come out the other end. Some couples use this ride to conceive children. <laughs> like that's like getting laid at disneyland like there's a that's a bit much right but it's been a tradition for years the old mill right it's funny to me i, I was watching defunctland the other day that's why i knew it defunctland has amazing videos on youtube one of them is about the old mill if you can't find it under the name the old mill it's because it was actually the garfield episode that's <laughs> a fucking sentence right there <laughs> that's a damn sentence holy shit Anyway, the reason the old mill was such a, a big deal, right? Mentioned in the Garfield episode, they turned the old mill into a Garfield-themed ride 
did not land. Okay. In fact, the problem with the old mill in the Garfield theme land, right, is that it was still a dark ride, like really dark. Couples would get it on in there. They had, they even had cameras at some point installed and people made it like people, people were able to get in and out of the ride and conceive in places you've never thought of. I'm not just talking about like, 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 you know, like casual sex. I'm talking full on pregnancy, right? In a ride. That's nuts to me. Like, how the fuck do you have... That's... I don't know. That, that's another level to me. There, There's there, there's a lot of stuff that people talked about in the defunct land. I'm mentioning it because Valentine's Day, you know, it's a love thing. It, it's kind of cute, right? There are some people, though, who weren't as... As horny, I guess. Talking about the, the old mill. What they would do is they'd go in there with a girl who... They just wanted to be, you know, like a little closer with. And normally they'd come out either kissing, holding hands, you know, some cute stuff. I like that. that that's adorable to me. That I found way more wholesome than straight up smashing pissers in the fucking ride. That's a bit much. You know what I mean? Okay. If we're talking about romance, there's a level, right? Some people just want casual sex. I'm not those kinds of people. I know a lot of people who are like that, okay? I, I could never do it, okay? Me growing up, I had a lot of friends who were like, hey, you should go with this girl. It's like, why? It's like, I barely know her. They're like, yeah, but she's hot. It's like, and? The fuck? I don't know anything about her. She got a STD for all I know. She got herpes. What am I saying, man? What am I saying? I need my coffee. I need my tea. Hang on. I actually had a piss. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm back. I was thinking about that, right? I was thinking about the old mill, thinking about the Garfield ride, how weird that was, and Valentine's lovey-dovey stuff altogether. If the old mill was a ride that people got on to conceive and show their love for each other, there's got to be other rides, right? Like, there has to be some local legends in other places that we don't know about. Places that young couples would go to do crazy stuff, you know, while, while others were not looking. I guess for some places it's a rite of passage, and others it's just a way to, it's an excuse to take someone and, again, mash pissers, I guess. I don't know how else to say it, you know? You don't know. Do the nasty, the dirty, whatever. It's, I don't know. I, I'm not comfortable talking about sex. Not all that much. Anyway, I do think there's definitely more rides than just the old mill. I think the old mill is just the most famous example, right? Because I know a lot of places, when I was growing up anyway, a lot of places around here, people would go just because it was secluded and you could be alone with someone. Or you could just, you know, be alone on, on your own, you know? You, you never know. A lot of people would, a lot of people take friends, you know? A lot of people would take people that they were either really close with, were interested in romantically, stuff of that nature, you know? That's a bit different than love because, you know, when you're younger, you tend to make stupid decisions. Where am I going with this? Um, Okay, I don't know. The old mill is just something I found interesting because a lot of people were f fucking conceived there, okay? That's what's getting me. Still, that's what's getting me. Imagine imagine getting pregnant on a Disney ride. That's what's, That's basically what this is. It's wild to me. It's too wild to me. Like, I can't get over that. I, I really can't. I'm genuinely fucking flabbergasted by the the chutzpah, the fucking balls some people have. <laughs> imagine, imagine having to explain to your son or daughter. It's like, hey, um, you were made in that ride, right there. That little stain was your brother and sister. I don't know. Ugh, nasty. It gets even worse when you look into the history of it. You should watch Defunctland's video about it. I'll link it in the description, right? But it's just the fact that at some point they put in black lights.
Okay, that that part of the video fucking floored me. I'm not going to lie. And, of course, Defunkland says it in his comical, like, dry humor, you know? That's why I like Defunkland. I wish he'd upload more. Um, Don't know when he's going to upload more, but, you know, we're all hoping for the best. Anyway, happy Valentine's Day to those who celebrate it. And for those who don't, you know, just happy week. I don't know either. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, happy Valentine's Day for everyone. You know, I hope I hope that everyone out there has someone. And if you're alone, somebody's out there. Trust me. Okay, I'm saying this as somebody who thought he was going to be alone for the rest of his life. Okay? And it did not happen. So I'm happy. That's going to do it for this episode of the Meet Week Podcast. I do have something special planned for next week. Um, you're just going to have to tune in next week to see. Next Friday, of course. And I'm just as excited to talk about it as I am, like to actually do the thing. My girlfriend planned something and I'm really excited. My girlfriend's such a good planner. Honestly, this is, this is why I'm so excited, you know, cause I'm thinking about it. I can't say it. I can't say it. Cause then I'll ruin it. That's the problem. It's, uh, that's a burp. It's going to be a surprise. Okay. For me and you, all of you, all of the listeners, by the way, New York city podcast network. I've been getting a lot of emails from there, okay? A lot of people are voting up the episodes. Thank you all very much. You guys are actually boosting my ratings. Like, viewership has gone up by a lot. We're, we're not close to 20,000, but honestly, that's fine. Last year, we were the same way with the 10,000. We're almost doubling that? That's fucking awesome. Thank you all very much for that, by the way. And I will be uploading more on YouTube soon. I do have another episode that... Somebody recommended either cooked food under the microscope or currency under the microscope. I think I'm going to go with currency because I actually have pesos from another country. So we can compare and contrast, right? I have a dollar bill here. I've got some quarters, U.S. US currency, some of them dirty, some of them clean. Over here, I have Mexican pesos. Yeah, I've got like, you know, Spanish like pennies and stuff. All kinds of fun stuff. Honestly, just tune in, subscribe to the Meatweed Podcast YouTube channel. Whenever it does come up, you'll get notified, you know, click on the notification bell, comment, especially comment, actually. If, the more you comment, the more I'm boosted in the ratings. Thank you all so much. See you guys next week.